0: Welcome to Single Moms Unfolded. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Kelly Vieira. This is a podcast for single moms created by a single mom to help single moms. This is our space to love, to connect, and grow together. Single Moms Unfolded. I'm your host, Kelly Vieira, and today we are blessed to have Sally Phillips rushing with us. Welcome Sally. How are you today?
1: Thank you, Kelly. Thanks for having me. It's all good. It's a pretty day. The sun's out. I'm here having a conversation. It's all
0: oh, good, good, good. <laughs>
1: well, you've been a busy lady to get a hold of. I'm glad all is well. <laughs> and we're here now. <laughs> Thank you so much for your patience and tenacity and not giving up on me. I really appreciate that. Uh, It's all
0: good. It's all good.
1: So tell us, what is your definition of a
0: single mom?
1: Well, you know, it has changed over the years. I think my 2023 definition of a single mother is um, you're the go-to for your kids, right? You're the the point of contact. You're that touchpad where... No matter what sort of blowing up in the world, you're a safe place to land. Um, There's a community of people who support this single mother anyway. I, you know, have not done this trip alone. So um, for me, single motherhood is about uh, having some really huge, incredible opportunities to learn more about who I am. As a human being because i think that's part of why kids come into our life is to grow us and to teach mm-hmm. us right, right. It's, it's a shared experience so i i, I guess that's the summation of it i love that i love that to help
0: us grow and our kids teach us every day there's things i'm like don't what?
1: think i never heard of that before <laughs> right Right? They didn't put the manual in the baby bag when they let us leave oh. the hospital. I'm like, I kept looking for it. Exactly. Right? And I
0: still look for it. And I tell my daughter often, you know, we'll be like having it out or something. I'm like, listen, I've never done this before either. Okay?
1: I do it. You don't even it's know. the best I can with this. So just bear with me. Right? You don't even know how glad I am to hear you say that. I had that conversation with my kids. They were maybe... I don't know, seven, nine years old. We're just—I can still see. I'm driving the van. We're coming down the hill, and something's exploding in the car, and I'm trying to, like, you know, have a moment. And I finally just said, "I I don't under." You think I know how to do this? Like to my children, I'm telling you. you Think I have first time newbie? (laughs) You know, it is. It's so So true. Cheers. We
0: should have a disclosure disclosure we're learning together so we're well, learning together right. objects are closer than they are right. this
1: is my first time right.
0: so true <laughs> so do you think yeah. there's any misconceptions about single moms
1: you know i think that sometimes there are i looked at that question and it was one that you know my first like my initial response was like I'm not one to really care a lot what people think. Sometimes, right. you know? I was I'm very fortunate and blessed that, and that hasn't always been true in my life. Like that was a big learning for me was to sort of let go of what other people's definitions were of what my life was supposed to look like because I didn't see it mirrored often. Hmm. Um, but I'd say you know, as I thought about it, and I was like, okay, well, let me think. You know, are there? And I had I googled. I went to like Mama Google, like what are misconceptions you know to start to get some context um but I think sometimes there's a it's almost like a Aw, kind of mood about it and that's that's not the experience mm-hmm. I, yes are there times when it would be nice to have somebody that you could just be, <laughs> tag your in um, or you know I don't know somebody else to walk the groceries up or like today I left to go get the mail and came back had locked myself out of the house phones in the house computers in the house keys are in the house locked myself out so you have to get creative and but i think you know one misconception might be that there's a sense that there's something absent or missing or you know, kind of a almost like a sadness around it
0: so sally tell me about your family and your kids how old are they in-
1: um, I have two children. So my firstborn, my daughter, uh, will be 19 in April. She's born on earth day. Um, so just, a you know, what is that? Three, four weeks away. And then my son is, he'll be 17 in July. So right now they're 18 and 16.
0: All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So
1: what was your first reaction when you knew that you were going to be a single mom? Wow. Um, It was a really intense moment. It wasn't, I mean, we had, we knew the relationship was finished. We were trying to find our way through um, introducing the kids to what it was going to be like to have a different rhythm. And so we were trying this exercise where I would be there one weekend and then the other parent would be there. And so the kids stayed right? So we would come and go from the house and exit and just let them kind of be stable to get a sense of what it was like to just have a one person there. So that was kind of where I started to get a feel for, you know, okay, it's going to be a little different rhythm, trying to see what was showing up for the kids in that. Um, But then there was a moment where we were trying to create all of the stuff that we needed to just file and have custody be our own creation and things took a really dark turn. They just, they got really um, pretty uh, abusive, pretty pathological. It was a big surprise um, in a lot of ways. And it was kind of a scary moment, you know, to realize that, you know, I was going to be doing this with somebody who wasn't necessarily on board to be a co-parent.
0: Now, first I want to commend you for, doing like a role playing with your kids to get them prepared because that is like amazing that you guys even thought of that because yeah that that's just amazing that you were doing that for your kids that shows you're working towards you know a child-centered divorce and you know and Mm -hmm. after coming from that space to having it get totally the other way that must have been
1: really like like wow it was it was scary. It was honestly very I mean that was the first visit I had to make to the local police station to understand what options I had, you know? And that never was in any of the baby books. No. No, so it was- <laughs> have kids go to the police station, not part of what <laughs> I had in the, in the scope, you know. Right,
0: right. So you you were scared for yourself and for your kids, so then you had to go to plan B, which you, you didn't know. So what was your biggest struggles once you
1: realized, okay, this is not a safe environment? And um, It was trying to figure out, there were a couple things. One was how to have that rhythm for the children. What is the new normal for them? How many days are they going to be with me? How many days are they going to be with the co parent? trying to come to some agreement on that. There was a lot of background conflict and um, the children were three and five at the time. Mm -hmm. So um, trying to figure out what that uh, parenting time rhythm was going to be and having there be so many variations on that. I saw that took a big toll on the kids because they, you know, they just were like, like the rug had been pulled out from under them. It was all so different, and the kids aren't lost to when it's not comfortable right. and it's not easy for the adults. Um, so that was that was one thing, and then the other thing was I had been the work for I mean work uh, and support the family. I was the breadwinner for a home, um, and so now all of a sudden I I had to figure out how to be a single working parent. So. Child support, how to get them to and from school, how to, you know, carpool line, drop off, pick up. There were just a whole number of things that I had to now step forward into much more actively. So those were the two biggest things.
0: Yeah, I I know it's co-parenting, and especially when it's a tough relationship, when you can't get along, it's amazing, right? Because you think you're going to break up. You're like, I'm free from this person. But you're like, no, you're not free. Now you have to still have a relationship for like some people, 18 years with this person and you right? know, and compromise. It's like, oh my God, this is worse than when I was married. It, it really, it's a lot. Okay. So can you tell me like, what was your biggest learning from all this stuff? It's a lot.
1: Wow. That, um, there's power in a pause, like just, just stop. Hmm. Right. I I went into and it was it's it was one of those moments where over you know, I was I've, I've been a single parent now, what, thirteen years. And so there's been a lot of learning to that concept. But what I realized was I didn't stop in that moment really. Just go, 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 yeah. go, you know. Yeah. And If I had an opportunity to go back, I would just press pause and look through and get more intentional around certain things in terms of my self-care, my headspace. Um, I do a lot of things differently, but the, the first thing, I guess the biggest lesson was there is power when I slow down. There is power when I stop. There's power when I try to visualize what it is I want the outcome to be. There is power when I just stop.
0: Wow. that That's right? so smart. <laughs> Those, but we don't think of it, right? We're just like going on the, got to get someone to school. Someone needs lunch. Someone's got a science project. They got a deadline at work. You're not stopping until you like drop dead in bed and you're like, oh, well, thank God. It's time to go to
1: sleep, right? Right. And I still don't do it. As often as I guess, if there's the should, you know, um, right. but yeah, that that would be the big one. And then the second learning was love wins. Like I am not going to adopt another person's fight or argument or path. I mean, at some point I realized like I can continue down this path of conflict, or what I can do is stop and realize that if I continue to to go this route, I have only myself to blame for choosing to sacrifice the peaceful, loving, goofy, just mom that I am, right? I let, I let the circumstances take control. And so that moment when I realized, like, at my core, I am a loving, peaceful, kind of chill, half glass full person. And that was not what was occupying my hours in my day so wow that, that's crazy you say that because I'm reading a
0: book and it's called I think it's returning to love by like Marion Williamson and that's what she talks about I can choose to live in this conflict where I can step back and see the world through love and it's like wow how many things are I'm like you know pushing against when why you know I don't have to agree with everything but I don't have to be the the other fours keep pushing and pushing. I can step back. and Oh, I love that. I love right? that.
1: Yeah. The- it was, you know, I, I had a, I, I was in church one Sunday and the pastor was doing a series. And one of the questions that he asked was, what would love require me to choose? Wow. And it stuck. It hit. Based on where I've been, where I am, what my hopes and dreams are for the future, what does love require of me right now? And it requires so many different things. So many, because love isn't always quiet and peaceful. Love is fierce. Love is tenacious. Love is powerful. Love, you know, it has all kinds of ways that it's shown in action. So, yeah.
0: That's a good, like, sticky note or like a back jacket put on your phone even to remind yourself
1: right well wow, i think i'm gonna do that
0: wow well yeah. thank you sally
1: <laughs> thank <You're welcome. laughs> you i'll send you a mug i have it on one of my mugs i'll send it so i'll get your address and i'll send
0: oh it awesome thank you thank you and i'll show it on my next podcast look at my mug <laughs> from sally <laughs> so tell me like what does your life look like now
1: okay i work from home which is a huge blessing mm-hmm. I hope that continues. Um, that came as a result of COVID, right? I was out of the house and working, um, but now my the bulk of sort of what keeps the lights on and the bills paid uh, in my work is from home. But I'm a creator and I am a teacher and I am a parent advocate. Uh, I'm not an attorney. I'm not a therapist. I'm a single mom of 12 years. Um, I have been through family, civil, and criminal court with our case. It wound its way across 12 years through all of those stages and phases. And um, what came from that is a commitment to, I don't know what my story is supposed to help do or change or stop or reroute. You know, I do give that to God. I give that to say, I will be available. I want to create a space um, and, and do that work every single day for moms who are in high conflict custody cases uh, to be able to just hold a space first, mm. just to be able to say the worst out loud.
0: Right.
1: Let's just, let's just be able to be there first, and then we'll figure everything else out. You know, I love to edit, like I help moms edit emails when they're trying to figure out kind of what to say to their attorneys to make a legal strategy, to be able to make the most out of your retainer. So, right, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. That's so, awesome.
0: That's awesome. So some
1: curriculum, working on some curriculum stuff. So there'll be some courses that are going to be coming and some uh-huh. tools, you know. That would just be
0: great. that'd be great we'll get all your information in the notes so people can (laughs) you can help people here so if you could tell your younger self something what would you tell your younger self
1: choose wisely please (laughs) just for (laughs) sure (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) (laughs) like like pay attention to how people act like pay attention to the actions because Words, people can sound really great and can say a lot of things, but how are they showing up? And, you know, that'd be the biggest thing. Just just like. There's there's a quote
0: that I I used to go by and it was like a Maya Angelou quote. And it says, when people show you who they are the first time, believe them. Yep. But see the red flags. Don't be like, oh, well, you know what? They're really cute. So I don't care if maybe they blew me off.
1: No, that's a flag. You know, notice really? that. Take, you know, take warning. With time, this will change or it'll soften or it'll be different. Yes. Or you can right?
0: love this out of them. They're, you know, I can
1: just love this behavior
0: out of them. I'll just teach them. No, 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 no. Right. Right. right? That, that's so true. Oh, that's huge. That's so true. Yeah, I wish I could tell my younger self that too. I probably could yeah. have saved myself a lot of heartache, but hey. Well,
1: I'm well, so just, <laughs> well, just packed for a reason. So here I am. That's it. You know, and I sit down sometimes, you know, there are times where, you know, that whole, I had a friend right after I moved to Atlanta, I was part of a women's support group and I can remember there were maybe eight of us in this room. And this one woman, her name was Kelly and um, she just was very quiet. She just, She was one of those people that when she crossed her legs, like everything folded, right? And I can remember her sitting there. She would always have like a a cup of hot water. She would just sit and sip her hot water. And um, at some point, someone was talking about, I don't remember what, what came up, but she was just like, look, here's the thing. If you don't like something, say something. And if you need to deal with whatever that is that's just like exploding in you, in terms of it feels big or sad, it's just wrapped up in all of these feelings, choose like get somebody who will sit and hold on to that kid or that little kid that's feeling Mm -hmm. that, or that teenager, or wherever that wound is showing up, get somebody to babysit them for a minute. While you go deal with what you need to deal with. Oh,
0: wow. And I'm like,
1: I had to talk to her for a long time about that to say, what do you, she said, I will call people and tell them, I need you to, I need you to babysit little Kelly for about two hours. Cause I just need to go and just be, and I need to know that she's safe. And it took me a while to kind of wrap my head around it. Cause I was like, ah, it's a little like, I don't, I don't know, but it made sense. It made sense. Cause still sometimes, you know, I I know I have memories or feelings or wounds or things that I continue to to try to heal or manage or face. And um, I have to kind of realize where that happened in my life and start to pay attention to that.
0: Wow. That's really good, though. You know, can you make sure that's safe and I'll take care of what I have to make sure Mm -hmm. I'm safe? Yeah, because you all have like that little kid inside of us that's still like Healing from
1: something, or you know, has a hot spot for whatever it is, right? Yeah. If I go up, if I go up like a bottle rocket, like if I'm in an interaction with my daughter and I go, I can feel it, you know, I get angry fast or I respond too quickly, like that's that's a me issue, yeah. That's that's, that's on me to try to figure out, like, what is that that's causing that to kind of rise up and my daughter's taught me a lot about how to apologize she really I, I suck at it and but she's really helped me be able to say yeah I got that I got that really wrong and I'm sorry
0: that's awesome you know you're saying that and I had another podcast with a girlfriend of mine Lori and she's a child psychologist and it's funny you bring that up because what she says is our first reaction to correct our children is not about them it's usually about us and so now when I'm like getting angry, I'm like, wait a second, I'm, I'm worried about me. I'm not worried about your actions. And my dog will say the same thing. She goes, it's always my fault, huh? And I'm like, wow, no, maybe it's not your fault. Maybe it's just my perception that it's your fault. You're right. So yeah, yeah. they do yeah. teach us. They really they do. do.
1: They do. And I have a lane and they have a lane, Right. They did not, I got a book right after I found out that I was pregnant because I didn't have my children. My daughter was born when I was 43. Okay. Right? So I had my children much later in life. And somebody gave me a book. It was by Deepak Chopra. Oh, I love And that. one of the life lessons that came out of that was do not put on a mask where you think you know all of it just simply because you now are called mom or mother.
0: Wow. I love that.
1: Yeah.
0: I love that. Oh yeah. My goodness. Well, thank you, Sally, so much. I've been so inspired today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: You're welcome, Kelly. Thank you.
0: We want to thank you for tuning in today. Every Thursday, there'll be new episodes, so definitely check back. In the meantime, feel free to follow us on Facebook at My Happy Place and Instagram at My Happy Place for Life. That was the number four. Remember you're smart, you're beautiful, and you got this. See you soon.